playing with it don't stick it in too far <laughs> wrong hole like, why do you have to take it there already <laughs> you guys should be used to holding fucking things like that not for this long <laughs> <laughs> well this week we've brought the boys back to get a male's perspective which often i don't really like to hear let's be real uh but in this occasion i'm gonna open my mind and accept what they have to say how was everyone's weekend? Because it's Monday morning here. It's probably a little bit of a slow start. Yeah. But what did we all get up to? How'd you go, bro? Oh, well, I worked. Woo! So I you get in the Monday. And work is very boring. <laughs> like, I, I struggled to keep my eyes open. That's really? Cool. You went oh. for a, you went oh, for a well, run? Yeah, I, I went for a run around Oxenford Lake on Saturday. Did the same mm. again Sunday. Yeah. And then did nothing for the rest of those days and just counted the hours until I got to come home. Counted the yeah. dollars sitting in his bank account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's f- I, I, I like rate you guys doing FIFO work. You do the f- fly into a house and fly out. Eh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good life. What about you, Craig? Uh, we were quite busy. Had a 40th birthday party Saturday night. And get, li- sped- get Liddy. <laughs> no, I drove. Good boy. <laughs> yeah, someone has to. <laughs> he had, well, he had to. It was my sister's um, birthday. Yeah, so it was my little sister's 40th birthday. And, you know, Craig's still part of my family, so he'll get invited. To, he gets invited to shit that I don't get invited to. Yeah, I'd invite and this him is to my shit fa- that I wouldn't invite you. Bitch. <laughs> um, this is, yeah, my family stuff, but, you know, Craig and I still always make sure it's family first. And But it was good. I mm. had a few – I think you drank more than I did. Um, possibly. <laughs> we don't condone drink driving, nah, guys. Nah, nah, nah. But, yeah, and I had a few JDs, but I was happy to take the kids home because my little sister decided – I was the one that's going to do that Babysitting duty. Hell yeah. I just pop them in the house and start playing with their um, playstations and then I'd go to sleep. Kids Fuck are easily it. entertained. Yeah, hard. Mm. Well, I went on a bougie boat mm. yesterday. Yes. yes. I saw that on Instagram. Yes. You looked so all hot and shit with your white you. dress. Thank you, my new, new brown hair. hair. Yeah, I love your hair. <laughs> yeah, Anne still hasn't quite gotten on to the fact really? that it's she me. She caught me checking her out at the gym. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> then she turned around, I was like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. He was walking towards me and I could see that he was checking me out. And then as he got closer, he like his face was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh good to know. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, nothing oh wrong fuck, with, that's my wife. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Nothing wrong with window shopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what 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 were you on? What kind of boat? We went on the yacht club down on the Gold Coast and yeah. it was like a Latina Latino night, so they had Spanish dancing and yeah. everyone, you know, moving and shaking and spinning and swaying. So everyone looked good. Everyone looked good. It was a good fun. It was with a group of girls that I didn't know, so really? it was a bit out of my comfort zone. Yeah. But they were all beautiful and lovely and yeah, it was good fun. And I enjoyed my <laughs> afternoon especially because the doggies got up. Oh, yeah, the doggies. Hey, yeah. How, um, I did have a question before we get into what we're going to get into. Who do you guys follow for NRL? That's your sport? Your favourite sport? You watch it? Mm. Warriors. Yep. For me, yeah. Dogs all the way. Bulldogs. 
You've always, I didn't know you were a Doggies fan all the, you know. I wasn't. She I haven't been. Chops and changes. No, no. I've, Doggies has been my longest standing team Okay. Now. I was South before that. Because you were over that side of... No, no because she the Burgess, Burgess brothers, brothers were, hot. were hot. Oh, my God. Oh, you know what? That is a thing. So, so Craig, you're a Doggies fan? Yeah, I was born and bred yeah. in the area. So yeah. You guys had a bulldog. Still, my parents still do. Yeah. Oh, they got another one. That's got right. Another. Yeah, and we got a bulldog now, too. Yeah. Mini, Mini, Mac and Bonnie. Cuteness. Um, and brother was Warriors. What about warriors, you, Kel? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Warriors have to. Yeah. It's just, I think it's illegal to follow any other team if that's the only team that your country is represented <laughs> by. So, yeah. You don't have a lot of pickings as Kiwis. You know what? I don't even know half. I don't even know one single player on the team. They won on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they're doing pretty good. Yeah, they're in the top eight. They're sitting fourth on the ladder. Yeah. I'll yeah. follow the Warriors until they win, so. Well, I'll, I'll I think so. For a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, let's get into it. Yeah. So I suppose from today's episode, guys, we, Kels and I have talked about how we deal with different situations. We've talked about my control issues. We've talked about, you know, relationship dynamics when it comes to family members yeah. and all that jazz. And we know how we process these things, but I suppose we want to get a bit of insight on the man's brain. <laughs> Everyone always says guys need to think about how women think. But I think we should also understand how you guys process things too, mm -hmm. right? So first up, and you can pick who goes first. I suppose I was wondering, I know what stresses me out. I know what things get my anxiety heightened mm. and what then puts me in a mood. Yeah. So what about you guys? What do you think you find most stressful? A-dog. A-dog. Uh, Organising things. If I, if which is I have, why you're married to me. Well, yeah. <laughs> so if I if I have the responsibility of organising something, it it gives me anxiety. I procrastinate, and then it usually gets to a point where I'm doing every trying to cram everything in the last minute. And I well, I think that I can generally get it done in the last minute. But the lead up to that is not. What a, about it stresses you out? Oh, just I think. Not having had to organise things for the majority of my life, like mm. and the knowledge of how to do things, worrying if I'm going to do it right, if I'm going to muck something up, which I tend to do a lot. That yeah, mm. fearing being judged if you do yeah fuck yeah. up yeah. Mm, very cool. What about you, Craig? Uh, I, I have anxiety over a lot of things. Driving. <laughs> Mm -hmm. You have anxiety over driving. No, I get angry. Pull it closer. I get angry when I'm as you've probably witnessed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I yeah. do let things, even this morning. Like someone who doesn't wave after you let them in. Oh, <laughs> pisses you off. Pisses me off. I think Absolutely. that pisses everyone yeah. off. Yeah. Um, but even the smallest things can set me off too. Um, I think it all stems from a fear of not being good enough. I don't know how mm. that would make sense. Definitely understanding where you're coming from with procrastinating. And, and putting something off and then thinking about it so much and going, well, it wasn't a big deal in the first place. Why the hell did I put it off for so long? Mm. Should have just dealt with it in the first place. Um, even this morning before this, I was a bit anxious mm. about it and what was happening. I woke up this morning and I thought, we have to get ready and, and get everything sorted out. I came back from the school drop-off and it was already sorted out. So 
I should have just let it go. Yeah. yeah. But in my head, I was like, fuck, got to get here, got to do this. Yeah. I feel like a common denominator with the two of you is the overthinking of overthinking, something. Yeah. Definitely. So it's not necessarily whatever it is you've got coming. Yeah. It's the fact that you overthink about it before 100%. it turns up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And you mentioned, Craig, that your overthinking can manifest in anger. Yeah. That's how your like mm. body releases it. What about you, Ant? I don't feel like you're a very angry person. Uh, I don't get angry. I think I maybe withdraw like mm. i'll i mean if i'm driving in a car and overthinking things i'll have i'll have an argument with an imaginary person in my head back and <laughs> forth like you know what what if what would they say what would i say back and forth and then yeah and then kind of sometimes that can escalate the way that i feel because i'm having an argument inside my head and there's actually no real release it's just is, is that argument. I do that a lot too where I'll argue with myself in my head I've heard you yeah, I'll be like oh, fuck's sake who's you know, talking to you know I, I will, I'll, like, there's that imaginary person I'm arguing with and that's either to de-escalate the situation going on in my head you know not dealing with the fact that do I approach that person that's made me that way I, yeah I think as well so like with I mean when I have these arguments I think well yeah this could, this is this may happen yeah like and um, I'm preparing for the argument to happen. So you don't. So look that I, like uh, so that I might have something to say. I mean, if that argument were to happen, I've I've forgotten the argument that I had with myself and like half of the things or the points that I want to get across don't get across because I've forgotten what I was arguing about in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so then we we can go back to the part of. You're arguing with yourself to prepare for the argument if the argument ha- happens or not. But the, and the argument, nine times out of ten, never, never happens. happens. Yeah. Or when it does happen, it goes nothing like how yeah, you played exactly. it out in your yeah. head. Yeah. So, nope. cut to the chase. The only person Anthony argues with is me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what so, as he's right. saying this and he's like, I prepare myself for an argument, I have this internal conversation, I know he's talking about me because then we do have the <laughs> argument. He's like... I've been thinking about this. I played it out how it was going to go in my head and this was not it. Well, I guess you're not the easiest person to debate with. Why would you say that? Because you're quick off the spot. That's why you're good at what you do. Yeah, I'm also a talker and and quite logical. I feel like if I say something, it's going to be like, "Mm." but this is the point. We're going to look at it. I do the same thing. I have everything played out in my head and what I'm going to say and then shuts up in the argument and then walks away after going, no, I was right. I was right. I knew all. Yeah. And you go, what the hell happened? Yeah. <laughs> or I think sometimes you come in to it pissed off about something and you're expecting the argument that you've played out in your head, but you'll call me out on something and I'll be like, yeah, okay, that's, yeah. that's fair. You're right. My bad. And then you're like, oh, sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I did say sometimes. Yeah. What do you think makes you anxious about those confrontations like if you have to pinpoint the way you handle uh confrontation or the way you Mm. handle an anxious moment of something that you got to prepare for because we're all about obviously on this podcast talking about how things have made us how our experiences our Mm. lives Mm. have made us the way Mm. we are now i'll go there i can tell you from a long time ago, I was always the fat kid growing mm-hmm. up. So I had this inferior complex that I wasn't as good as, say, someone else. So even if I thought I was right in an argument, I had it in the back of my head that, no, because that person looks different than me, 
they're right. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, I, my, yeah. My opinion isn't as strong. Or did you and fear you get, being you get, shut down you by... You fear of being shut down because it's easy. You know what? You're just a fat fucking prick, you know? Yeah, I mean? because shut that's up. what they shut use. Shut up, fatty. Yeah, yeah shut up and use, then... Of yeah. course. And then you just, well, dejected. What, what did I come back with that, you know? And So coming from a kid to mm. now an adult, yeah. being that I know that, that you know, I know, I guess I know where, mm. how your friends treat you now yeah. as opposed to back then. Yeah. How do you feel now about having that voice? You, you, you get through it, but it does. I'm not going to lie. There's times in your life when you might be driving and just think little things like that can still actually pop up. And yeah. You think, hang on, I'm almost 40. I've got two kids. You know, I'm, I'm doing okay. <laughs> why would something like that bother me now? Like, yeah. Why have I not moved on from that? It's funny because you don't project yourself to be that way, though. Yeah, but that's what guys do because yeah, it's all a cover. We, it is a, a cover, cover, right? It's a cover. Yeah. What about you, Ant? Um, yeah, I I think maybe having a feeling of inadequacy or mm. maybe um underestimated, but I think that that has been something that I've projected on myself, like. I, I've underestimated, my, underestimated myself throughout the whole relationship. So, of mm. course, if I'm underestimating that, that's the energy I'm projecting. That's what other people are going to do. And, mm. and if, yeah. you don't, if you don't have confidence in yourself to be able to yeah. do something, how mm. do you expect mm. everyone else mm. to yeah. believe mm. that you can mm. achieve that? Do you think as well your past relationships and your how you were raised without knowing your biological dad affects your self-worth which then is essentially your self-confidence yeah, in doing stuff like what i'm trying to get at is you know your dynamics where maybe you had the outside kid in your family because mm-hmm. you were a bit of the black sheep you didn't look like your brothers and sisters especially Literally and figur- figuratively <laughs> correct <laughs> and then also your most serious relationship before me you were very much which was my only other relationship so I've yeah been, like my only other relationship before you I was very demasculated, very depressed, and that, yeah, and then coming out of that, meeting you, it was, you know, it's, it's I feel, I feel like now, almost in my 40s, I'm, I'm getting out of that Fuck, he's mode. old, man. Yeah. Hey, you're not even <laughs> close. <laughs> yeah, so I, I definitely think that my upbringing and my previous relationship play a massive factor. and. Mm. And the way that I perceived my perceived myself and handle anxieties and different yeah. things, yeah, that really did some shit to you, bro. Oh yeah, for sure. I was a young, young party boy, and then had a kid and wanted to do the right thing and became a stay-at-home dad. Yeah, like immediately, and then life kind of just passed me by. All my friends were still going out and partying and. Yeah. I, so, I, what part of like without obviously you don't have to say what what it was, but what was said to you to make you oh, feel just, like that? Oh, like I mean, my ex would come back, and you know, she was emotionally abusive, physically abusive. Holy shit! Really? Oh yeah. Right. And she was she was small. I I was never physically abusive nah. back, hmm. but like, um, she gave me I had fifty dollars a week allowance yeah. to. And whilst looking after my son and then she would come home because she was a night worker. Yeah. She would come home and sleep all day. So I'm, I'm looking after my son at night, looking after my son at the day. So there was like, a role reversal 
No, because uh, we don't believe in typical gender roles. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. There was a societal role yeah, reversal. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I think as well, it wasn't just the role reversal. It was the degree of roles. Mm. Mm. There was no, you know, you can you can be the domestic partner in a relationship, yeah. but still feel valued, appreciated mm. yeah. and needed and mm. Mm. You know, there can be gratitude there, but I mm. think that in this role reversal dynamic was heavily missing. Mm. Coming from a male, I think emotional abuse is something that we don't talk about because we're men are not supposed yeah. to. But that would affect me more than physical. Mm-hmm. You, you want to oh, yeah. give, give me a hiding? I'd be fine with that, but... Shit, I should have <laughs> gave you a hiding. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be fine with it, but you know what I mean? It would be less than some sometimes the emotional yeah, abuse yeah. and some of the things because as guys we don't talk about it, that shit stays up here. Well, in most relationships too, like I've known friends who have been in... Relation, like females in mm. relationships with males and mm. they the men have been emotionally manipulative. Yeah. And my friends have said to me, I wish he'd just hit me because then I'd have a legit reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, True that. But we should value mm. just as highly mm. emotional manipulation and emotional mm. abuse mm. as if you were being physically yeah. abused in yeah. a relationship. It's no less. It's, yeah. if oh, anything, it's definitely not it's, worse. <laughs> well, if anything, I think it can be worse. It can be So yeah. would you have an example, given that I, mm. I'm, I'm the only po- person that's been in a relationship with you and I'm mm. all good with whatever mm. you say mm. because we could try to get your perspective. Was there yeah. a t- time where you felt like you were emotionally abused? Oh, there's been <laughs> – yes. <Okay. laughs> but Do you want to hide not, <laughs> not, not – not and it might be a silly thing that you might have said, yeah. and that I just took, you know. But at the same time, it might stick with you, and it makes you feel like, okay, I'm inferior. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not good enough, you know. And yeah. And when you're dealing does. with someone who already has emotional mm. trauma, yeah. your fat kid complex, mm. yeah. You know, mm. Anthony's neglect essentially, or mm. disconnect from having like family roots, mm. or or being put yeah. down. It can take someone that you love to mm. say one slight comment mm. in jest. It brings and it back. It it all comes back. Mm. I think a lot. I think it like for me personally, I academically didn't do well in school. After school, I got sent over here and got straight into the party life. And yep. education mm. wasn't a thing. And then having a kid, you kind of you kind of switch and you think, oh heck! Like at the time, you know, you think oh, I need a salary. I need you went through adult. a lot in such a short period of time. Yeah, <laughs> and like, and I kind of had no education to fall back on, so that that was very stressful as well. Like, yeah. and fortunately, you know, life has brought me in a good good place, and I'm, I've, I can provide now. But yeah. it's a long journey to get there, yeah, though, right? Yeah. And it yeah, is. Sure. I mean, let's look at that as well. Development. Of yourself when you don't when you don't have direction mm. straight out of school right you, if you don't have parents that push you mm. academically at school or encourage you to go get a trade or encourage mm. you to go to university and then mm. you just end up out in the world mm. like a lot of things can go wrong and i'm sure all of us have been in situations where we've worked dodgy jobs yep. or we've been getting fucked up all the time that we haven't committed to whatever we've been doing yeah. but over the years you've tried lots of different things haven't no, you? Yeah. Like, let's start at that. I've been fired from a lot of <laughs> places. <laughs> you know what? They didn't deserve you. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know your work. I mean, the last time I got fired, it was kind of like a light bulb moment where I thought, oh, well, hell, like something's got to change because right. this, this. That really affected us yeah, as a family. Yeah. Mm. Financially, mm. emotionally. Yeah, it, it was a it was a tough time. I mean, and I, I still, I still 
got back, went to the next. Uh, that was uh, was a courier then, and I went into security, mm. and that was like went from a nine to like well, not nine to five, but a Monday to Friday job mm. to working then weekends and trying to as a security guard trying to find midweek jobs, which isn't easy, and mm. then my weekends were just gone. Mm. Like I'd sleep all day and yeah. yeah, and still still we still got by, but it wasn't. It you wasn't, didn't feel no, that you it wasn't fun. Like we were living. Living week to week, paycheck to paycheck for a very long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And now that's all good. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> we still have our financial struggles oh. like everyone does. Especially yeah. at the moment. Like, <laughs> I don't With know how yeah. some families are surviving. Mm-hmm. Families failing outside. Even though we are both single now, we still have to do shit as, as a family because it's just so expensive to live. Yeah, and our wages are pretty good. So, mm. like, it's the the middle income earners now. Because I'd I'd put probably both of us, maybe you guys, a bit higher than us, um, to that more that top top middle income mm. earner than the you know the bottom. But you know that even that wage is still could be week to week sometimes because yeah. ours is like that. If you don't budget properly, yeah, mm. yeah, and definitely you notice that once you get to that level of pay. And then you think, oh yeah, like I'm 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 huh. earning this kind of money now, but then oh hell, I'm still broke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think that financial stress plays a big part, massive, mm. in in everyone's relationships oh. too. You know, like mm. I would say, it's the biggest 50, argument you're going to have in a relationship. Of, yeah. yeah. 50% of our fights are about money. 50% yeah. of, of our fights are about sex. <laughs> really? And the lack, and the lack of... 70, 70, <laughs> six, 30, 30 financial. I don't care about... Why both. can't we just have both? <laughs> <laughs> now that you guys, I suppose, can pinpoint what stresses you out or what makes you anxious... Mm. Are you acutely aware enough of those things that you can see them coming or are we still hitting them head on and having to deal with it in the moment? I still deal with things in the moment, but I feel like the moments are getting shorter. Mm. So, like, I mean, with you now, most, like, all of my arguments are with you. Like... (laughs) (laughs) We're great, guys. <laughs> just so we're clear, oh, look, our relationship yeah, is yeah, solid. Like, we're not arguing all They're the time. They're arguing. If they, do, if they do happen, it's normal, like, man. I'm I'm a lot more upfront and forthcoming with what's on my mind, and yeah. usually just verbalising it. And our arguments are getting different. Like they used to be like a lot more emotionally driven, whereas yeah. now I try to take the take the emotional level down and lower your voice and just keep it calm which helps the so situation. it's in this case it's actually you being emotional or you saying that you bring her down from the emotion uh, i'm not emotional no I'm, okay. I'm an emotional i'm an emotional person yeah okay for sure okay so yeah yeah i think most of my arguments now with our older sons so. yeah right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He drives me i think pretty. i think it's a good thing for like that that would be difficult for you as you know you've been more of the male mm. dad that's done a lot of the mm. female the driven nur- mm. the nurturing the nurturing side. yeah mm. and so for you to then have to discipline mm. i'm just like don't fucking let him talk like it's normally me now Mm. It's me. Well, it's role always reverse. been. It's mm. it's that societal role reverse. I do mm. remember because you used to say to me, Craig has to bring me in line when I get too like mm. yeah too mm. heavy with the boys yeah. Mm. And now that's an interesting the, flip. <laughs> the some mornings where I'm 
close to oh, yeah. <laughs> just getting like, over that edge. I think I think uh, <laughs> to be fair, from because it's it's males, our son just likes to push everyone he can. He pushes everyone to the he's extreme safe. and but he's got that emotional intelligence. He's he's very clever in that respect clever. and he knows how to manipulate people. Wonder where he got that from. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know who to look at in this situation. He's, he's very good at manipulating people, even previous school counsellors. Yeah. He's and so well, he manipulates me. <laughs> yeah, but he, but he actually means, you know, there's people we know he means stuff with. Oh, yeah. It's not to get anything because if he wanted yeah. to get anything, he'd be, able to, he'd be able to do that easily with everybody. Even principals where they're like – you know he's amazing, and and they've and they've told us this whole, um, they've enacted back what he's what, happened, yeah. what he what's happened, and you know what what do they call it when they do strategic measures? Mm. So anyway, measures. they will give him. <laughs> strate- <laughs> That's what I would have thought. No, they give it. They gave him strategic measures to deal with himself, and yeah. it ended up that he got them doing what he wanted them to do, mm. and they didn't even see it. And I was like, well, that's weird. Mm. Well, that's good, like. Bro, it's fucking weird. I mean, that that's a like that's looking at today's world. Like, yeah, that's probably going to be a, a handy skill personality trait to have. Yeah, so, oh, like, shit. I mean, oh, like used for good, not yeah. evil, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used in the right yeah. way. If yeah, it's, if it's directed in the right way. But would yeah. you see it? So you see it like that? I see that as like I probably look at it more in a relationship aspect. How hard that would difficult it would be mm. to be with someone that's able to do that. Mm. I mean, if, if you look at if you look at the majority of sex, uh, successful people in the world today... <laughs> He's still thinking about sex, eh? <laughs> yeah, like the majority of successful people in the world today, they've all got that arsehole in them. And yeah. like, yeah, so, I mean, I, I think like our kids who like you can tell off and they'll start... Or, or you can you can give them um, constructive criticism and yeah. they'll start tearing up and it's like, oh my God, like toughen up, man. Like I, I would... I hope that my kids get a little bit of that bitch in them or that little asshole in them. So, well, this is a good segue, I suppose, right? As you have both gotten older, mm. you've become more aware and more wise to, I suppose, things that upset you, mm. set you off. You're dealing with them differently. Mm. How do you then feel about your struggles and your journeys and then put that light on your children? Because we're all parents of boys here. Mm. And typically dudes don't talk about their feelings. Yeah. We've established that. Do either mm. of you have friends that you will have these emotional conversations with? Yep. I've, I've got, I, yeah, I've got a friend uh, uh, that I would, that and I have in the past like confided in and my brothers as well. I've, mm. I've confided in them with things and, and my kids like I'm, I, I don't have any experience with parent with my parents where they've kind of emotionally or or coached me or or sat down with me and and talked about things which I've made a point to do with my kids so good yeah so that they know that they can confide in me if they need to yeah so, yeah I think I think that's a big thing for boys too is yeah, knowing sure. that they can trust <laughs> yeah I think that open communication with your kids mm. and as well if they hear and see their parents, especially their big strong mm. dads, be emotional, be okay with being emotional, show them how to repair from that emotion, then it would give them the confidence as they grow up to be like, it's okay if I want to have a cry mm. or if I'm upset or I'm not okay. Mm. It's what I do after that to take care of myself. Mm. I wouldn't say that I've been emotional with my boys, but I have – when I've, when, cause sometimes I can be quite 
well, a lot of the times with them, I can be quite brutal and blunt. Like if they hurt themselves or if they're upset, like I'm kind of like, nah, it's like, confusing for boys because it's that age old instinct that, yeah, yeah you don't cry. I mean, you know what I mean? And like, uh, and I'm like that with them, but I'll pull them aside afterwards and kind of say like, well, this is why I've said that. Like I, I've said that not because I don't love you or because I don't care. It's because when you go out into the world, nobody's going to care about it. You've just yeah. got to, you've just got to mm. internalize, or not internalize it, but sometimes you need to suck it up, take a deep breath, and and move along because that. So you you're trying to give them a positive reinforcement to go. This will happen to you, but you're going to have to suck it in mm. and then go and do what's good. And yeah. unfortunately, at the moment, there is so much mis. <laughs> what's the word? Um, Confusion around it, especially for young guys growing up, because they're hearing mixed messages. They know that mm. it's okay, it's a crazy but then world that it's a crazy world, especially up. within and social media too. Um, you know, our twelve-year-old has um, been perhaps posting things that he shouldn't be. Yeah, um, and, uh, and saying some pretty nasty comments. Yeah, on, and people. <laughs> Bro, he's got troll. Yeah. He, he's got no no filter that boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there is a fine line as a parent it, in it is, being empathetic. Yeah. To your children when they're emotional, yeah. and then mm. teaching them to have the emotional resilience mm. to handle whatever they face. No, so, sorry. would you say that you know we talked about the fact that you guys have changed over the years in how you address your your stresses and how you handle things? Would you say that that's affected your relationships other than with your partners, with friends and stuff? Friends, are either of you confrontational with mates, like? Um. You know, like, prime example, I've recently, over the last couple of years, lost a few friends mm. because I've hit a point in my life mm. where I'm so self-aware of what I, what energy I need that mm. I'm like, mm, I'm going to cut a bitch. Yeah. If you're how putting do, in more than guys, what you're getting back. Yeah, how, do, say, how yeah. do guys handle that? Because women yeah. can be very cutthroat with friendships and relationships. <laughs> women are very, <laughs> yeah, bitch. Nah, yeah. I, like, I've, I've cut people, but it's not been like a an argument situation. A lot of it's been, oh. You like, just don't speak to them anymore. People? Okay, I'm, I'm cutting them. How do you guys deal when you have a situation where your friends betray you? Or a friend betray you? How do you deal with that? I'm as pretty a male? lucky that I've got the same set of mates that I've had since I was about seven. Right. Um, so we don't see each other all the time, but we still remain in contact. Haven't had to deal with any major betrayals. Right. I'm sure there's been guys that treated me like shit and that um, over the years have realised it later on in life and apologised and said this and wow. that. But my easiest answer was, I'm just not going to speak to you. I'm not going to contact you. I'm not going to message God you. I'm not, I'm not going to go out of my way to... Guys are so less drama. Yeah, I know. There is no drama. It's look, either we sort it out, we're going to... Well, we've had fisticuffs over the years. Um, you know, me and one of my best mates, we've, we've punched each other more than once. Yeah. Um, but it's never led to anything more than that. It's always been fine after it. Um, I would like to just punch women. <laughs> yeah. And get it's not just get it over and done with. not received the same way, though. <laughs> Well, I, could throw, <laughs> I could throw punch a couple of chicks. It depends where you are. <laughs> but I feel like there'd be a lot more drama after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We could organise something, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> we could make some money on this. Let me, let me send you a list of who you could call. I think, but to be fair, like yeah. for a person like me, I yeah. feel like that way for me would work. I'd be like, hell yeah, let's punch this out, get yeah. it done with, yeah. dust each other off, yeah. have your little cry. You do, you have And your, then your let's go have and, a beer. I'd prefer to do something like that, but mm. women are so more mental and They're emotional. emotional. Yeah, and they can be so bitchy and real, real 
assholes. Um, so you guys really just... Anthony doesn't have any stories like that because he's non-confrontational. It's funny that you're non-confrontational. I'm non-confrontational too. I hate conflict. Um, but I haven't really had to deal with too much of it, luckily, to be honest. I can't even recall one friend that you've fallen out with. No, because I've, I've always... Like I've yeah, always hit it out. mentally as well that I want people to like me. I'm, I've always been the life of the party. I want to be yeah, the fun guy. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason for yeah, them to like fall it, out with you. I'm, and I, yeah, I don't, I don't do anything to rip people off or yeah. piss people off. So mm. yeah, I've not, I've not had. Yeah, he only cuts a bitch when I say we're cutting a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So <laughs> really, that's husband. you, yeah. right? Like, I, I have had one friend from Sydney that I mean, nothing confrontational, mm. but it was more just like I phased them, phased them out. That's what I mean. Like you just. Don't yeah, contact. like uh, he, he was like it was just a constant complaint from him every time I spoke to him, and the same complaint over and over again. That I was just like, I've got my own problems. I don't mm. like. I mean, shut does the it, does fuck that up. Bad friend <laughs> to him, it did. Yeah, but like I was just. I, no, but, I but we have, have. I tried, and I didn't have the time for it, so I was like, ah. we've discussed that in friendship dynamics. Story yeah. is you can only help someone so much before they help themselves, yeah. and yeah. if someone is complaining about the same shit over mm. and over again, you can only swing your advice certain mm. fucking mm. ways before yeah. you're like, bro, I cannot fucking listen to this shit anymore. Sort it out. Come back to me when your life is in order. Mm. See, I'm. What about you, Craig? Do you do, how do you deal with that? Oh, I'll, I'll just listen to it. I'll just yeah. Go, yeah, and then keep telling them. I've heard it before. You've told me. I've told you what to do but anyway we'll keep talking about it it's all right there's other things about you i like <laughs> <laughs> so you're just like uh, yeah uh, okay. nice. i know yeah. but some of those relationships have been there since uh, so seven. long seven yeah. so we've and seen it's the same shit the whole time <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> my mum won't let me play playstation when i go home oh bro let's talk about today. it again <laughs> but i, get, I can't I, sleep over so, I get, so you with you it would be like Keep the circle small so that you don't have to worry about whether they like uh, you or not. Not even I like I've I've never like my circle in in school was with a bunch of girls. Yeah, and even then I was like never really in the circle. Yeah, so I've never I've, and and I don't I don't really keep in contact with anybody. Yeah, like I've I've since moving here I've I've kind of met a few people that I went to school with. They were never people that I hung out with. Yeah. But yeah, and that, that not, not really having a circle kind of growing up, even within my family, not really having a circle that's continued on in my life. And I've, I've, I've been a coaster. I'll like, I'll coast around with people and I'll like, I can make, I can go out, be entirely best friends with somebody, make them believe that we're best friends and that we're going to hang out and then I'll never see them again. And I'm, yeah. I'm happy with that. Like, <laughs> I think we can all do that. <laughs> like, see ya. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I mean, I am getting better. Like I am making connections at like at the gym and I'm, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm creating a bit of a circle now. So, yeah. yeah, I think, I think you have probably the entire time we've known each other. You at this point in your life have the most male friends that you could if you were really struggling, you could be like, hey, bro, like, can we all yeah. go for a beer or mm. like, for, let's for all a go male, to the That's what usually you can count them on one hand is if you're mm. in trouble at three o'clock in the morning, who you can call and know that they'll 100% be there for you without any downs. Yeah, yeah. hard. You know, that's the ones. And and it's I less than one hand. Even for me, I'm like, that's important, mm. man. If yeah. I have to make the call out, yeah. even as the female on this side, if I got to make the call out, mm. I want to know a bitch is there mm. or a dude because mm. a lot of my friends yeah. are males as well. Mm. Are, are you going to be there? That's mm. very important. Mm. Loyalty and like, let's just make that call out. Mm. 
you better get your knives here <laughs> so we could chop some people up. Bring your bats. <laughs> Bring everything your bats. you got. Guys, we're fighting this That actually happened to me <laughs> many years ago with a friend who was being chased. Um, by a bunch you of other people. Maybe here yeah. and bring a bat in Bankstown. Yep. Of course, good old Bankstown. Um, at home, uh, whatever reason, who do I turn to? Dad. Yeah. So I know he's always got my back. So Dad's ex yeah. in trouble. He's he his. goes right. That's it. Get in the car. He goes grab everything. We had bats. We had tennis rackets. <laughs> <laughs> we go grab another mate. We head to Reesby McDonald's, oh, which is part of Bankstown. Yeah. And on That's the way, on down. the way, my dad was saying right. Get out. Don't ask questions. Just fucking swing and hit. Don't fuck around. Just swing hit them. Hit. Just I hit them. That. Swing and hit. Just hit them. Don't fuck around. Don't give them a chance. Just hit them. I swear to God, I cannot imagine your dad <laughs> like that. My dad he has a temper. At, he's a great. footy, he was the cutest, <laughs> nicest little old no, man. He's like, like to give you perspective of his dad, he's a Scottish man. That's five fuck all. Yeah. Um, little little guy and yeah, little mongrel. He's a bulldog. If he loses his temper, oh, yeah. especially if someone's he loves it's threatened, then yeah, yeah, it's game over. Funny. <laughs> yeah. They used to call him gorillas in the mist because people used to run past our fence and bang on it and annoy the shit out of the dog and bark. The number of nights I've seen Dad jump that fence <laughs> with a baseball. He used to keep the baseball bat down his singlet. Right? <laughs> you can ask any of my boys who've known him a long time. The baseball bat down the singlet. Yeah. That, he jumped the fence. He's covered in grey hair. Looked like a silverback yeah. gorilla. He just, he'd jump on the fence with that baseball bat and kids would be legging it down the street. <laughs> I luckily never caught him because I reckon he would have them. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love it's hearing stories Lloyd. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Pete and Louis. Yeah, back in the day. Well, Not so much these days. Yeah, I should hope so. <laughs> I can't imagine your dad trying to jump a fence. Oh, no, he used to be good at it. He was well, now. Not now, no. Yeah. No, no, no. He's yeah. still got the Let's, bat. He's still got the baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> we're just... The we're same opening, one. We're orderly opening Sorry, the game. <laughs> <laughs> we're, the fucking button doesn't work. Fuck. <laughs> 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 oh, well. Uh, so now you've, you've kind of gotten a bit older and I suppose a little bit more self-aware. What... Things do you do to take care of yourself? Because we talk a lot about self-care, fill in your own cup, right? You mm. can't always dep- depend on those friends and those relationships mm. to satisfy you. Mm. They're there to complement your life, mm. not fulfill it basically. So what – I suppose what do you do to take care of yourself and to recover from those emotional moments or those stressful outbursts? It's gym for me. Yeah. Yeah, gym for me. I, I It's such a – ingrained part of my routine now that if if I were to miss that that would be quite stressful. Yeah, yeah. so the gym the gym Same bro. Can't tell. You're actually looking this is, this is a self-deprecation shit that he does. Does it? He loves it. I would never admit it before but recently I have been trying meditation. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I know. <laughs> what does that look like for you? Um <laughs> um, like are you listening to a guided meditation I, I have or? done I sometimes i just go and stand barefoot barefoot out in the grass Grounding. um and look out at the, yeah and look out at the world um sometimes the moon stars depends on the situation depends on where i am it could be daylight so then i'll just up at the sun cold, um, cold showers for me as well it's good for your testosterone oh. too apparently cold testosterone plus as yeah. well like when you're having a cold shower, all you can think about is, is having yeah, a the cold, cold shower. shower. <laughs> so it, kinda, it does. It stops you from rise. overthinking yeah. all of those yeah. stupid things. Yeah. yeah, and which you know, like uh, all I have is cold showers now. I, I love it. 
Really? Yeah, we don't shower together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Like that. laughs> well, we never did. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the size of him? We don't fear. Yeah, go bigger shower? Having, having cold showers as well, there's studies that show that it, it will make your body will create dopamine over a, like yeah. to the equivalent of cocaine, but obviously yeah. not not as instant as cocaine, but over the course of three hours it can yeah. have have the same effect. Yeah. Yeah. And as yeah. well as ice baths. I've I've not done that, but yeah. You know. Do ice baths actually? We got a bath, so mm. meditation and cold showers is where it's at. Yeah. Well, recently, um, I had a case of carpal tunnel, um, which wasn't <laughs> in the plans. Obviously, being a mechanic, you need yeah. your hands and not being able to use them. Yeah. And I'd been to a specialist about it and was going to have to have surgery. And Kels said to me, um, "Look, it cost you nothing." Praying to uh, Raphael, the angel of healing, the mm-hmm. angel of healing. And I said, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. What do you got to lose? What do you got to lose? So I did it twice a day and two weeks later, um, just stopped. No more tingling. I, I got to, is that bad? I, just, I couldn't even open a bottle of water. Mm. I just had no strength in my fingers. I couldn't do it. And yeah, two weeks later I could. And touch wood, everything has been, has been fine so far. Well, we'll tell them the rest of that story because you went to the specialist appointment. Yeah, and, and um, they actually followed me up and um, said before we booked you in for surgery, we're going to do some tests. And I said, look, to be honest with you, it's actually feeling quite good. Don't want to waste your time. And he put me through all these tests, all these strength tests in my hands and fingers. And he goes, I don't know what to tell you, but you're performing as you should be. Um, huh. what's, what's changed? And I said, oh. Did you admit it? I did. I said, look, uh, I've been putting um, ice packs on them. And he goes, yeah, that won't. He goes, it might reduce some of the swelling, but mm. short term. He goes, but it's not going to fix carpal tunnel once it's there. It's there. Yeah. And I said, well, you might not believe this, but I've been praying. <laughs> and as I was saying, I was praying to the healing angel, <laughs> Raphael. <laughs> and what's the and doc's reaction at this point? He looks point? at me and he goes, hmm. He goes, I don't know if I can put this on the report, <laughs> but he goes, look, it's not uncommon for people to convince themselves um, and heal, like right. it might be another serious illness that they've actually been able to get over. Heal themselves. Um, heal themselves, yeah, just by believing that their body is healthy and not, and not um, yeah. what do you call it, what's the word? Uh, not sick. <laughs> well, that is actually a really good point that we yeah. might use mm. to yeah. wrap up because, Kel, yep. mm. I have – We've got some episodes coming up. We are getting the girls back. Yeah, we are. Um, but in the future, we do have a fitness, sports, well-being episode yes. teed up. And I have found the man for us, Kelly. Have you? I have. Who? Who, who, who so are you going to do made this made with? So Ant's made a connection, as he does at the gym. He's, yeah. he's training with this guy. But part of his, a Kiwi fella, oh, part of his whole approach to training mm. is mindset. And gut health mm. and gut how biome. how mm. those two things without each other, mm. you can achieve nothing. But one thing he said about your gut is that your stomach has more neurons in it than your brain. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's if, what I you're, if you're going to KFC and you're thinking, oh, you know, this is shit food. I'm just going to eat it this one time. You're sending a signal of this is shit i'm eating shit and then that signal is going to get sent to your brain and then that's obviously gonna so you're affirming you're you're affirming what whatever Ah. so hey we're gonna bring him on board for that episode he's and he's really articulate he's very smart this 
we had like a 15 minute chat the other day in the gym and I was nearly in, I was like, I got to go because I'm going to cry because everything you were saying is exactly how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it comes back to that mindset thing mm. too. You know, you, you train your mind mm. to give you the results that you want and it can happen. Yeah, I believe it too. Yeah. So that's something that we can look forward to and we'll definitely have the boys mm. back for that episode 100. because I think that that really resonates especially with the male demographic. You guys yeah. are all about actions, but at the end of the day, if you don't take care of your minds, mm. those mm. actions mean can nothing. be meaning meaningless. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what we've got coming up cool. in the next couple yes, of weeks. We'll catch up with fun. the girls. And I think this episode with Trent will be really insightful. That's the same Trent. Trent. Yeah, I spoke to him this morning. Is it easy on the eyes? <laughs> Well, you'll be here with him. So he's, he's white. He's not my type. Uh, I'm sorry, he's got a ginger beard. He's got a ginger beard, but he's a cool ass dude. Yeah. Um, and he has been listening to our stuff and gave me big props. So Mind. we like we like a fellow supporter. Kyoto wow. white boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll uh, catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, men. Thank, Thank you, you very for much. Us. Cheers, boys. Peace out. Peace. Cheers.